0: Welcome to Extra Innings on Market Scale, where we give you an exclusive behind the scenes look with commentary on Market Scale's Welcome to the Show, a reality television series that follows Jesse Cole and his Savannah Bananas, the collegiate Summer League baseball team that is changing the sport with their brand of fan first entertainment. I'm your host, Daniel Litwin, the voice of B2B, and on today's episode, we're joined by Hunter Hornstein, director of fan engagement for the Myrtle Beach Pelicans. Hunter, how are you doing today?
1: I'm doing well, Daniel. How about yourself?
0: I'm great. Thanks so much for coming on. You know, I'm excited to dive into your thoughts on the first episode of Welcome to the Show. Extra Innings is basically going to be a great behind-the-scenes look, getting opinions and point of views from other people in the baseball industry, um, getting some thoughts on what Jesse's doing, whether they agree with it, they disagree with it, uh, and how they're trying to implement maybe some of his mentality and some of his methodology into their organizations. So. Hunter let's start with your general mission uh, for fan engagement so when you approach fan engagement for your team what are you trying to get out of it what's your mission statement
1: I really want us to be at the forefront of you know having people having a good time you know the Pelicans have had a great history of, of- being here in the community and and being at the top of those uh, rankings when it talks about fan fan experience at the ballpark, you know, it's consistently named one of the best experiences, if not the best experience, not only in, in South Carolina, but uh, around MILB. So I want to continue that. Uh, I think for me personally, one of the first lessons that I learned when I, when I started my career was that I was not in the baseball business. I was in the fan experience and the customer service business um, I can still remember my first general manager telling me that the goal should always be uh, a family walking out of the ballpark saying, we had a great time. We're going to tell our friends we want to come back. Oh, and by the way, who won the ball game? I think in the minors, we have this great opportunity to go beyond just the baseball team on the field. You know, the baseball will take care of itself, but we can entertain. We can give back to the community. We can create those memories for for families. So really it's just about how do we have fun every single night at the ballpark? How do we do something different? How do we how do we make sure that everybody's experience they feel special and they they feel like it's memorable? You know, it's that old additive that uh, it's that always somebody's first day at the ballpark. So we want to make sure that we are on every single night throughout the season.
0: Yeah, I feel like that's such a perfect approach to make sure that The experience is there. If everyone feels important, feels engaged, feels like they just got a unique experience, then I think you've accomplished your job. And, you know, I I feel like this is something that Jesse is really aiming to do with the Savannah Bananas. So let's just hop into the show itself. What did you think of that first episode? Um, You know, what do you like that the Bananas are doing with their fan engagement?
1: Well, it's it's interesting that that episode came out when it did. It came out on the heels of me actually going down to Savannah the previous uh, weekend I think you guys had released it that week, but the weekend before um, I went down there, you know, I talked to my general manager here and he, uh, he agreed to send me down to, uh, to see a game. I've long heard about what the bananas have done in the last couple of years. Um, You see it just on, on social media and everything that's said about them is that it's, it's just an unbelievable environment and it's fun. And I think the two sold out, um, seasons speak for itself. So wanted to check it out and, uh, I was blown away. And then when this episode came out, it was, it was even cooler to add to that. You know, I think the episode, it, it, it's lays the groundwork for kind of that pull back the curtain sort of theme that, that folks get to see, you know, what goes on behind, you know, the closed doors and what goes on to, to create that experience for them. I think it's, it's something that every single minor league team can, you know, can relate to trying to figure out ways. How do we entertain tonight? How do we get people out to the ballpark? How do we get them to have a great experience? Um, and it's a, it's a really cool way to set the stage of pulling back that curtain. You know, even though the Savannah Bananas are in, you know, collegiate summer ball, that, that mentality and that general theme is still the same. So I'm excited to see where the, the series goes. I, I'm a big fan of documentaries, uh, just in general, uh, but anything that kind of allows, the general public to see what goes beyond the players on the field and to see how much effort goes into creating that experience for them i think it's it's a great educational Uh, tool for the fans as well.
0: Definitely. And based on what they were doing in that first episode, we definitely got to see a lot of Jesse talk about his mission, the reason why he wanted to engage fans this way. You got to see him motivating the people on the team, behind the scenes. Yeah, like you said, a lot of that groundwork. Uh, What are some things that you really liked about his methodology? Things that he was doing that you really resonated with and thought, hmm, you know, I really want to take that back and try and implement that at the Pelicans?
1: The one, the big philosophy is the, is his fans first philosophy. And and he's taken that philosophy and made it into his, his media um, company. It's such an easy philosophy to have. And I think every team has that philosophy in one way or another, you know, his, his attention to detail on, what it really means to be fan first is is the biggest thing. And, and I actually even took that back to our promotional team before we started a home, the homestand that we're currently in. And, and I just tried to share with them that, listen, we can sometimes be nitpicky about the details and, and the small little things. And, you know, it's not because we want to micromanage or it's because, you know, we're in a retentive. It's, it's because all the little things matter. Right. The little things matter to create that experience. It all comes together and creates that fan first experience. And you know, I think Jesse reminds me of a few general managers that I've I've worked for where, you know, at first you might think, wow, this guy's really, you know, really obsessive about about the little things, about the details. But that's what you need. And I think, you know, to teach some of the kids that we have on our promotional team who are still in school. So a few of them are, are sophomores and juniors in school. So they're just getting their their first taste of of what this business is. Whether or not they continue in this industry, um, I think they're learning so much about that fan first mentality and, and to buy into that every little thing matters. And, you know, a high five at the gates for, for a kid might make his whole night. That sets the tone for how much fun they're going to have when they come through the ballpark. So I got an opportunity to speak to Jesse a little bit, speak to a couple other folks on their on their front office. I just ordered his his book. Uh, about the yellow tux and his philosophy about fans first. So I'm looking forward to diving into that more. But, you know, I would say it's it's just that fan first approach, attention to detail and uh, buying in and having his whole team buy into that that philosophy.
0: That perfectly segues into the next question I had for you, which is that, you know, I, I think what really makes the bananas successful is that they treat their fans as beyond just the people that are buying the season tickets. Really, Jesse also sees the fans as the people that work there, the people that play the game. I mean, some the biggest fans are the people that want to be a part of the organization and want to put time, energy, money into making this happen for the people that pay for the season tickets. And I, I really think that that communal, really collaborative Uh, mentality and energy is what is helping push the bananas to the top. And, you know, there was a scene in particular where uh, Kiki was hiring a bunch of interns and, you know, it was a bunch of fresh faces and it was all about making sure that these fresh faces and everyone at the organization is on the same page with fans first. So, you know, what are your thoughts on the way Jesse makes his whole team really feel that energy and how have you tried to implement some of that back at the Pelicans?
1: Well, one, I think it's just Jesse has, you know, and I, just meeting him and, and speaking with him really briefly when I when I was down there and just seeing him on on that episode. I think it, there's a special it's a special kind of person that has that kind of energy. You know, I again, I, I think that you know, not everybody is built that way and that's OK. But one thing that I know I've tried to do is be positive and be, you know, be outstanding and be personable. Um, I think I am by, by nature, but you know, it's a long season and it's a grind. So sometimes you just have to, you have to remember that you're playing this character, you're playing a, you know, you're playing an entertainer. And so trying to lead by example, knowing that, uh, our promo team can sometimes get, uh, feel like feel the grind, you know, it's a long season, but, um, showing them that, you know, just by doing and asking them to rise to that challenge. The one thing I ask them Uh, before our our last home stand was I want you guys this home every game I want you to to talk to at least one fan and not a season ticket holder but try to find a fan who might be on vacation down here or might uh, be visiting us here uh, and just talk to them get their perspective understand why they're here find out what they're enjoying uh, find out what they they need to continue to enjoy themselves here and then we'll talk about it so you know and I think again all that it's a process of, of buying into it I know going into next season, when we talk about the hiring process and all that stuff and the interview, I think, you know, we get away from the, the general, just tell me about yourself and we make it a little bit more fun and find ways to, to really tap into people's personalities. Cause again, it's like you said, it starts with the people and their personalities and for them to know that, you know, they're an ambassador for our brand and an ambassador, you know, for our, our team and our environment. That's where it starts. And that's kind of the point I really try to drive home with our promo team is that they're the front lines. They're the ones that, that set the tone. They're the ones that our fans are going to remember. So to you know to be on, we're putting on a show. You know, have fun with it. We have the best job in the world.
0: Yeah, right. Like making sure that from the get go, you're interviewing and hiring people that you can feel that raw passion for, and then honing it in um, as they're part of the team into the team's message and getting them excited about fans first.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Right, and I feel like if you see. As a a season ticket holder, you know, you go to a game and you see the people working the concession stand, the people who are actually playing the game, you see the promo team, you see the the event managers, if you see everyone with this passionate fire for what's going on and everyone looks on, engaged, you're gonna want to participate in that. It's almost like a, a FOMO thing, a feeling of missing out, right? As a as a fan. You're there, you see everyone who's a part of the organization having a great time, then of course you're gonna want to participate in that. You're gonna want to feel like you're a part of that experience.
1: A- absolutely. Hit the nail on the head right there. It's creating that that FOMO, creating that feeling that if you're not here at the ballpark having fun with us, you're missing out and you better not miss out again. Grab your tickets now. We want you to come on out to the ballpark because when you do, you're going to have a good time. You're going to be greeted with a smile. You're going to have enthusiastic promo members. We're going to have something going on in between innings every single inning. You know, it's just non nonstop, nonstop fun. And I, I, we're getting there. You know, I think our promo team this season is they have that passion they're very that raw enthusiasm and genuine want to be here is is there um you know so it's a matter of elevating that they've set the bar high for themselves and i challenge them hey Let's set the bar even higher. Let's try to blow past what you know what we believe is the status quo. Because I'm telling you, when I went down to Savannah, I was exhausted by the end of the night. I was just walking around taking notes, and I was tired just because of how much energy they had. You know, I, I think it blows a lot of of the affiliated teams out of the water, and that's not a that's not a knock on them. It's just a testament to to how well Jesse's gotten everybody to buy in. So you know, that's what we're working on down here.
0: Love it. So another scene I wanted to get your thoughts on was, you know, there's a point where Jesse and Tyler are talking about aiming for perfect, but knowing that the final product isn't going to be perfect and still delivering, still opening the gates. Um, And I think that's a really important message to be putting out, especially when you're in... I mean, I know you don't particularly you in the just sort of second person sense. But, you know, people don't particularly think of sports as a creative field, but especially with what you are doing, what Jesse's doing with this fan first, really trying to get innovative with engaging fans, that is so creative and feeling vulnerable enough to put on a show, get out there, try something new. And knowing that maybe it's not going to be perfect. You know, yeah, this isn't at the level we want it to be, but still buckling down saying we got to try it anyways, that that takes a lot of willpower. And so I don't know, I wanted to get your thoughts on that. How do, how do you view the way Jesse approached it, which was aiming for perfect, knowing it's not going to be perfect, and opening the gates anyways? And uh, how do you approach that as director of fan engagement?
1: I think I, I would echo a lot of what, what Jesse says. I Again, you know, I've been under a couple of general managers that have had that same The same view that they want things perfect. I think it's okay to put that kind of not necessarily pressure, but put that expectation on yourself that it should be perfect. But I also think that you need to be okay with knowing that certain things are going to change. You know, minor league baseball and 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 what you know Jesse's doing and stuff. It's very fluid. You know, we can have the best plan in the world. We can be as prepared as we possibly want. Uh, But sometimes things change and to be flexible and to adapt, that's okay. You know, if we want to try to put out a different promo or a different game or whatever it might be, we might, you know, we'll put on a show. We put on a party. If people don't show up, you know what? Okay. Well, that didn't work. So back to the drawing board and let's find out what does work, you know? And, and again, that's what uh, I reiterate to our, to our promo team and our promotional interns and stuff here that um, it's the same thing that was reiterated to me when I first started out that, Let's, let's try to shoot for that perfect 10 and get as close to that. If we hit a, if we hit a 9.8, you know, we'll be happy with that. You know, as long as we're prepared and we know what we're doing and, you know, everything is, is set, set up prior, we'll see how it, we'll see how it works out and shakes out. But, uh, the other thing is, you know, you can't be discouraged if it doesn't work. You know, I think that's, that's the big thing. I, I I know that when I started out, I took a lot of that stuff really personally. It was tough. You know, there was a lot of times where, something didn't work out or a promo didn't go perfect, I'd let it get to me, you know, and looking back now, I'm glad that I went through that. And cause I'm at the point now where it's like, all right, didn't work, but how, how, how can we, how can we fix it? How do we, how do we take another stab at it and, and make it work this time? Let's not give up, you know, let's not get down on ourselves. Let's just keep moving forward. And that's so important, especially here. It's a long season. You know, you go, you put so much time and effort into it. And you know, more often than not, you're going to you're gonna hit it out of the park, and and when you do, that's such a great feeling. It's it's awesome. You see people having fun and reacting to in ways that you wanted them to. That's what keeps you going. And you gotta be okay with sometimes it's just not gonna work out, and that that's it. We just roll with the punches.
0: And I think it's just staying positive about the whole experience. That even the failures is finding a positive spin for it, saying, okay, well, we tried this, everyone hated it, so let's stay positive about this. Let's say, okay, let's scrap it, let's come up with something new, or maybe they enjoyed this part but really didn't like this part, let's keep that, let's build off of that. And it's turning every win and every loss into a win, and getting excited about it, getting everyone excited about doing better the next day, um, that I think is, is at that core of fan first yeah you, know, you come in you come in every day looking to make the experience better than it was the night before
1: yeah and and also to, to add on to that too you know sometimes things don't work out the way we envisioned it to and it ends up working out anyway um, you know sometimes we can have something planned and it does not work so we have to adjust really quickly and then the fans take to that or the the Reaction we get is is a positive one. You know, sometimes that just happens organically, and you just gotta kind of roll with it. You know, for like for example, we the other night it was a pretty uneventful night. We didn't have the greatest crowd, but we had a group of of youth students, ministry students who were from Minnesota visiting us, and they were out in the left field bleachers, and they had one section of the bleachers. Other than that, the bleachers were completely bare, and they were just making noise, all this kind of noise pregame. So we sent some of our promo team out, and we said, hey you know, we have our own chance. Let's go out there and see if we can't get them engaged with our chance. In the first couple innings, our, our promo team tried to do that. And I heard over the radio that, uh, you know, they just weren't feeling it. They didn't like our chance. They wanted to do their own stuff. And so we said, all right, let's, you know, let's back off and let them do their thing. And it ended up being one of the coolest atmospheres that we had. They never sat down. They just kept cheering the entire game. They took to our left fielder and and were chanting his name. He made a couple catches, and you would have thought that the place exploded. You know, it sounded like Game Seven of the World Series. Uh, they were just chanting him, uh, his name, chanting for him, making their own chants, uh, and it was just nonstop energy out of this one section. And by just backing off and letting them do their own thing, and then we adjusted to them, it was awesome. You know, we we ended up bringing down a couple cameras, filming it, created our own little video content that we were able to put out onto social media that shows that experience saying, like, look how much fun. You can have here at the ballpark. It was just an or, it was an organic thing that they created their own atmosphere, and it's one of those nights where you drive home at, at the end of the night, and I remember I, I called my mom to, and and a couple of friends of mine that also work in the business to tell them because I was just so excited about about what happened and cut up the video and sent it out first thing in the morning and it was just like this is so so cool. So sometimes you just if you have something planned and it doesn't work it can still turn into a positive.
0: No, I I think any day is successful when you feel excited to call your mom up and tell her exactly what happened. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, hey, I know that happens with me sometimes you're at work, something went really really well. I I know it's a good day when I'm dialing up my mom and saying, "Hey,
1: yeah, <laughs> it, yeah, no, it's it's uh it's great." If I can get past just the text and, it, and actually pick up the phone, then it's a it's a good it's a win. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Exactly. Well, Hunter, thank you so much for coming on and sharing some some insight on what you thought of the first episode and uh, how you're trying to implement things that Jesse are doing at the Myrtle Beach Pelicans. And yeah, I'm excited for the next episode and to maybe get some of your thoughts on, uh, on what Jesse does next and kind of how how the bananas do what you were talking about staying adaptable going with the flow and really driving home that fan first engagement
1: absolutely i'm excited for the next episode i think um and i was talking to tyler gray who's their director of fun there each team does this and and it's a it's a whole learning thing for everybody and we take different ideas and you know you never settle for what you think you know you just try to keep improving and i think the bananas uh are doing a great job and and certainly a resource. And I can't thank them enough for letting me come on down there and and just observe. And they've been great as far as bouncing ideas and just learning more about their philosophy. So I would say that every minor league team should be taking a look at other teams. I know we all do. And it's uh, it's cool when you get that kind of collaborative magic to, to happen the way it is. Yeah, for
0: sure. Well, Hunter, again, thanks so much for coming on.
1: Hey, thanks so much, Daniel. I really appreciate the time.
0: And thank you, everyone, for listening to today's episode of Extra Innings. If you'd like to listen to more or tune in to the ones coming soon, you can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or you can go to marketscale.com slash industries and subscribe on there to previous podcasts, articles, and video content from your favorite industries. I'm your host, Daniel Litwin. Till next time.